Good morning, Mr. Bunning. You doing okay today? I am doing well. Hope you are. I'm doing well. It's the last of a preview show. The last of the pilots. Episode three, Blue Collar CFO. Um, and then next week we will start season one. Yes. Looking forward to that. Uh, do you have any like teasers you might want to throw out there? I've talked to some local business owners that would love to talk. Some of them are nervous. Some of these guys right here. Um, yeah. But in general, I think it'd be nice to hear what other local owners have gone through for their um, up up their beginning of their business right. and how they've gotten there. And I think some of them teaser wise would be very interesting from the, every audience yeah. out there when it comes to a woman, man, young, old. Um, so from money, not from money. Yeah. Most of them are not from money. Yeah. But, um, but their friends have money. So they even fought harder to get right to their, to their level. Cause I always felt like they're trying to catch up. Yeah. That, that network we always talk about that daddy's money. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's get into episode three. So, episode three, we already talked about it a little bit. Um, I'm interested to see how it goes we don't really have a structure just letting everybody know we don't have a structure for today's episode it's just going to be us having conversation but uh typically good things come from that and that's uh what we're here for anyway so what are you paying attention to these days uh, as a as a financer as people right now you? i'm i'm really watching the stock market with everything going on um the fed just cut by a half a basis points again the other day possibly cutting another half which Reduces a lot of leverage for people on their homes or someone with an SBA loan that's had it for a while. Their their rate might drop because right. it had gone up a little bit. So, well, let's talk about the stock market for a second. It's like the biggest. The Dow had the biggest drop ever yesterday. Yeah, and it's single drop. Single drop. Yeah. That they they froze it at twelve fifty five. I think it was down. It was down enough for them to freeze the market for fifteen minutes. Then it got down to nineteen. Or two thousand, which it, a couple more percentage points, I think they would have froze it again. Right, but uh, luckily it didn't get to that point. And then today we've had a nice little bounce back. And for, and for those that don't know much about the stock market, what does that mean? Like, what does that signify? Well, values of companies all th- across America's people's four hundred one pensions. Uh, companies start to get nervous about layoffs because their valuation is not as high. Which, when your valuation is not as high, banks seem not to lend you as much to. So, I mean, this is something that it doesn't only affect people who are actually trading. Mm-hmm. It affects a lot of people's, like like you said, retirements and pensions. It re- it affects things you don't know it affects. So if you don't know that your retirement's based off of the stock, you know, certain stocks within the stock market, then you don't, you know, you have no clue until it may be not too late, but, you know, just yeah. being aware. Yeah, a lot of people get nervous. They look at their, and their, their whole 401s down, and they're like, what's going on? Yeah. Um, and if they did a lot of research, they could break it down to where all the stock was. Pretty much the whole market has been down in every sector, banking, oil, oil especially. Because uh, yeah, crude went down, what, to less than 30 a barrel? Yeah, Saudi and uh, Russia couldn't figure out what they wanted to do. Russia's like, hey, we could take some more time. We could sit on this for a long time. So today with the bump up, um, looked like Trump was going out and said, hey, look, could tear a few guys and do a couple of things. So looks like they might be coming back to the table. Yeah. That's one of the things, too. It's like, you know, obviously this is all stemming from the the hysteria around coronavirus. And 
some countries have had it worse than currently the U.S. does, mm-hmm. um, but it's one of those things still being cautious about. We're not going to make a speculation on should you be concerned or worried about the coronavirus as a as a person and being making you sick, but it right. is definitely affecting the economy, yeah. which is interesting. And talks about, like, you think about China. Like, China, I mean, U.S. on the same side, a huge trade war for the last two years, mm-hmm. even more intense in the last six to eight months. Finally, a breakthrough comes, and then coronavirus just, like, Basically, if you you can even look at the maps around their factory, like the pollution maps yeah. from their factories, and like the factories aren't working because people aren't going out, like mm-hmm. they're, they're quarantining. So it's like trade war's over. They took a hit there. Luckily, the U.S. came out on top on that in some different regards. Um, but now they're taking even more of a hit with their workers not being able to work. Yeah, and when people don't drive, they don't go out to eat. Everything starts yeah. to slow down. So it, it trickles down to the waitress and the waiter. Yeah. It trickles down to every small economy of people are like, you know what? I'm not going on that trip. I'm not going to go here. I'm not going to go there. I'm going to eat at home. It truly affects every aspect. Trader Joe's did that yesterday. Mm-hmm. See that? Where they announced um, extended like extended leave. Leave for their employees. Yeah, for any, any employee yeah. you have paid time off. Amazon did that too. Or I think in... Seattle, New York, and New Jersey. Yeah. And obviously, I think some of these two are people that are already at home. Right. It might not be the Amazon driver. You look outside today, the UPS, FedEx guy, the mail guy, the blue collar guy is still working. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But somebody a little higher up gets to sit at home. Right. You know, good for them. But um, you, we all know when it comes to regular blue collar work, yeah, someone's got to do well, it. Well, we were talking on uh, another show that we have on the network. We were talking uh, last night, I believe it was. One of the biggest conventions in that world is in Seattle and would be this weekend coming up or next weekend coming up. And they've actually canceled it because or postponed it into the summer uh, because of the scares within Seattle and thinking about like there would be 100,000 people at this convention and thinking about like even the small retail shops that are local that go there. And, you know, they make they may make all their money off of conventions and going and selling their product there. And they can't go like that whole they may have been banking like like March may be a huge month for them because they're at the Seattle Comic Con and they sell all their you know they sell yeah. half their inventory but they can't anymore because this is just done. It's kind of like a yeah. East Carolina football game or graduation at East Carolina for Greenville locals. It it really comes together and it right. helps the whole community, hotels, gas restaurants, anything you can think of, small apparel shops where right. they come in and buy. So you're right. It, it, once they, they stop doing these big things where they bring that big stock of money in, it affects everything. Yeah. Right. And it just like the way of life is changing, like the pictures in Italy, you know, like the tourist attractions in Italy from a week ago to now. Yeah. It's just all there is. That's pigeons. Pretty <laughs> crazy. The Coliseum's so, empty finally. Yeah. So what would, what advice, I mean, obviously you've been in business a lot longer than I have and in a different way, especially. And it seems that, you know, it seems there's one of these types of hyster- like medical hysterias every few years, right? right? Like there was Ebola, and then there was um, the swine flu and stuff like that. What, and they all kind of have the same effect, maybe not globally like this one is or mm-hmm. is seeming to, but Ebola like crippled parts of Africa's economy right. when it was very big, and uh, that was eighteen, no, not eighteen, it was sixteen, 16. I guess. Yeah, um, and. But what do you what do you have like what advice do you have for the small business owner who's listening and they are being affected like by this or they are trying to plan for this coming because they know that if things continue 
either they're not going to be able to get product in because everyone's running out and everyone's stockpiling, mm-hmm. no one's selling those, but their, their suppliers aren't selling anymore or their customers are going down, but they don't want to lay off their people. Right. Um, cause there's, I mean, there's a lot of, I know there's a lot of companies who are temporarily late, temporarily laying people off like for this yeah. particular reason. It can go back to, uh, for example, when I worked at UPS and let's say you could see the numbers coming into the trucks and you could tell they weren't going to need as many routes for that week. Me personally, I was like, Hey man, I'll take the week off. Um, so sometimes with small businesses, there are some employees that maybe have some stuff going on that they, they wouldn't mind taking a little extra time. Maybe go to your employees, say, look, would you like to be laid off this week? Take a little vacation time helps that little bit of cash flow going in, you know, forward right. without making a huge layoff and affecting the whole business. Um, it also comes to, you know, being prudent. You got to make sure that you're not just out there spending money on if, if you are used to taking your staff out to, to lunch every couple of weeks, maybe not do that. Bring in some donuts. Yeah. Do a couple little things, uh, cancel a couple. Maybe if you've got some seminars coming up that you haven't paid for, maybe just, you know, hold off on that. Um, making sure that if you've got some stuff, if you're selling stuff, maybe put some stuff on discount, try to push it out the door to keep that little bit of um, stuff there. Mm-hmm. And, or, um, when it comes to that, if you are getting behind, you don't want to truly make a layoff because when you lay off people, they start to think, we got to look for another job or I got to look here and you don't want to lose yeah. valuable people. So maybe, have a half day Fridays, something like that to just bring some of your income down just a little bit. And, you know, sometimes your staff needs a little bit of time off. Right, yeah. it, it does help to have a mental health day yeah. or a week or yeah. a half a week. So sometimes people recharge, reboot, they're, they're back in there. As for somebody that is a business owner, and if I were you and you had a little extra money, I'd, I'd buy some in the stock market. The market's down. Yeah. Overall, it's going to go back up. It might yeah. take a while. If you're young, put it back in there. And that's the one thing you can do and not get in trouble. Like if you go buy a bunch of Germex and resell it, you yeah. know, <laughs> then, then you're getting in trouble. Yeah, the last couple of days, I've just been buying yeah. more. I think it's also like anything you can do too through it to show, like if you're anywhere between, you know, even five and 20 employees mm-hmm. or way more, hundreds or thousands, you have, you do whatever it takes to show that the, the company's secure. Mm-hmm. So if it means the whole company taking a week off, because, all right, we're all going to take this week off. Um, mm-hmm. We're not looking at this department to take a week off. We're not looking at this person individually to take a week off. Just that, That's just how I look at it, too, is like keeping the team morale correct while also making sure the business is going to survive through it. Yeah. Um, and that's because we know it's not going to. We know it's not going to be what they say it's going to be. Right. It's going to pass like it like it does everything. It's almost too coincidental that it happens every two to three years, you know. Um, but. It is just keeping that. What would you? How would you treat it if overall you lost a big contract? Like if you lost a huge contract for a a job you had already in place, or a a you lost one of your suppliers and you had to find a new one. You know, and the new one was more money. It's like whatever deal as a. I guess all this is on the operation side, not the money side. Yeah. Handle it in a way that's going to create stability or confidence in your employees. Whether it means they're taking a week off or we're all taking a week off or just these two people are because we don't need that particular thing right now because our clients aren't working. Whatever it is, like don't like you said, don't create hysteria in your right. your organization because you don't want people jumping overboard while you're just trying to keep the ship straight. You yeah. know, and you know a small small business and people you work with in your life that you know, they miss a check. It's a lot. You know, yeah. there's only 
you know, 90 some percent of America is only a couple checks away from being homeless. Yeah. It's true. So you don't want to, you want to be able to kind of work with them and how they're thinking. In my opinion, if you're small enough, if you're big enough, you just got to make cuts, right? If you got a hundred employees, something's got to get cut. Yeah. Layoff has to happen. Yeah. Or everybody's out of a job. That's like Violet. Violet yeah. yesterday, what, 120 plus? Yeah. 121, 22 jobs. Heard today they're, they're even bringing in some other people. So, they were yeah. already having cash flow problems from what I understood. Yeah. Well, I've heard, I've, I don't know, I don't follow it enough because I just feel like, sorry to anyone who's in the healthcare that's listening, but I just feel like if you hop in that world, it's so, it's so guarded by the people that work in it. Mm-hmm. We're like, you don't have a right to talk about it because you're not in it. Like, no, I can talk about things, you know, like, yeah. you know, it's not like, it's not like a protected, like your occupation is not a protected class. You know, I'm not yeah. talking about your gender or your race. I'm talking about your job. Yeah. Um, and so it's, you've got all this pressure from one side of the country pushing for, well, really the whole country pushing for healthcare reform and economic and to be more economically friendly, mm-hmm. especially with things of like the cost of EpiPens and insulin and things like that, that are the ones that are like the buzzwords. So when you're talking about slashing or regulating, but slashing profits to healthcare organizations, including hospital networks. The name of the game is to like, you make, you make room by removing people. Yeah. You know, like that's how you do to accommodate for that. And so it's like, you've, you've got to have that. It's valid. You've got to understand, like, if I do this, do that, like you're not going to take all the profit, but keep all the people and all the hours and all the salaries. Like everything's going to, everything's going to slowly dwindle. And it's just like you, you start talking to people about that. You can't have a – it's hard to have a real conversation with people in that industry. Well, people get like two when it comes to layoffs. Some, it's a necessity sometimes. If we have 100 employees right, and I can let 10% of them go or I could keep pushing yeah. and we can lose all of the jobs, Yep, right? And then hopefully you want to bring those people back when you can. It's, it's just – it's one of those parts of business is it has to be done. It's yeah. just part of – budgeting and keeping keeping everybody afloat sometimes when things are great there's you know everybody's getting raises everybody's getting bonuses everything's going great and then something like this happens as out of your control and as a business owner you have to go all right what do i need to do to cut this cut that keep as much as i can at the same time if that doesn't work then i have to lay off right and And it's also it's so we've got obviously we work with the agency on the service side mm-hmm. and you work with the the service i mean the service space and hospitality side with the restaurants and then um some different different industries like that and it's always different every every industry you make your money different ways mm-hmm. and if you're like we talked about the roof we always use the roofer for example or a plumber or something like that obviously you have people that work with you that are that you know are your fee earners you know these are people who their time spent is giving you money producing you income yeah exactly so it's understanding too like if if that's a person you have to let go how are you going to supplement that who's going to who's going to fill in that gap and that's obviously that's operation side of Mm -hmm. things and we don't have to solve that problem for them but it's thinking about that when you go to to lay off when you are laying off a certain group of people and they talked about that with the violent thing it's like they're they're laying off all these all these front like on the floor people mm-hmm. who are actually working and how do the, how do they expect for that to bring them more money? And it's like candy strappers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, what goes back to what we talked about in I think first episode, you ask for money when you don't need it from yeah. the bank. And what happens now, let's say everything's going South and you go to the bank. Now the 
this is not the time to go to the bank unless you're looking for a mortgage on your house. It's perfect time. Or refinancing. Or refinancing. But if your numbers start to slip, that's what the bank sees as well. It's a lot harder to get money at this particular point because the whole economy might go down. Right. I mean, the market jumped back up today. At this point, I think we're just, they're just leveling out, seeing where things are, seeing what the people above are going to do, what countries are going to do. Yeah. I I think it's going to be fine. To me, I saw it as a buying opportunity to get back in. Yeah. Well, you may, it's it's one of those things too, like you said that about uh, look for money when you don't need it. Yeah. It's also, you make your money buying, not selling. Yeah. Like, um, if everybody's running away when it comes to the stock market or something, that's when you go in there and buy some stuff back up. Yeah. Good quality yeah. yielding companies. Especially if it's a, like a company with like, you know, don't buy one from an industry that tanks the whole industry, like that yeah. specific industry is tanking. Don't yeah. go in and buy. But when the whole market's going down, ones that have historically bounced back and you can look back at that swine oh, flu, yeah. Ebola, look back at that stuff and you'll see where it's kind of hit back up or like, yeah. it all goes off of the global look at it. So talking about mortgages, what does the fed slashing rates mean for the person who doesn't have a mortgage? Well, the fed session rates also means the 10% yield bond has gone down and usually you can kind of correlate they're not correlating as much but basically the government's willing to give the banks cheaper money so then they can give it out to us so when the mortgage rates drop or the the fed cuts a half a point it's truly dropping the mortgage rates down into the low threes i haven't seen a 15 year at 2.75 wow now i don't know if you guys know this but if your interest rates at five percent you can get it at three just do the math the interest alone is crazy how much money you'll save over a 30-year period so when they, they do this, they want to stimulate the homeowner because the homeowner uses the plumber, the roofer, gas, you yeah. know, they, they food. Those are the people that are consistently run in life. So they want to keep that structure together. So if there's fear in the structure, they just bring it down. So it's easier for people to get money and cheaper for people to get money. They, things are going great. It goes back up. And then people that are retired are getting a better interest rate when it goes back up because now the banks can pay you three, four or 5%, which I haven't seen in, you probably never even seen it in your short period of being an adult. Yeah. What is that what does that mean for the people who have a variable? A variable, this should even do better. So right. the variable will not go up. Sometimes there is a floor mm-hmm. that you cannot go under floor. But if they've been going up the last year because they kept raising rates and you still have that floor, more than likely you just got brought back down a half a point. And gotcha. that's a that's pretty big. Yeah, I know my mortgage I've got I do have a ceiling, like I can't go over a certain number, um, but it, it also can't fluctuate within like a full point. Full one or two points. Yeah, yeah. mine's a full point within a year. Right. It's checked. It's done like three times a year or something like that, but yeah. it can only ever fluctuate either direction one full point at most. Right. Um, with yours, with the Fed cut, more likely you'll see your in, your payment will probably be different and or your interest will be smaller right. coming up this next week. Um, I just pay the same thing. That's I pay, good. I pay about uh, twenty five percent more what my mortgage is on my mortgage every month. Nice. Yeah, but I pay it like the day after, of course. Like I pay yeah. my regular payment, and I go in and pay like twenty five percent of that, if not more, the next day, so it goes straight to principal. Right. Yeah. No, that's perfect. Um. Anyway, it's just one of those things. It's like you, I budgeted for that, so I do it. And that's good. And if it, a lot of times people say, "I should I do a fifteen year or thirty year?" Well. If you don't have a bunch of money, you kind of like that fixed lower rate and just have to pay extra. You have to make sure you do it. I tell people all the time, a 15-year and a 30-year, it's really up to – they're just making you pay it. Yeah. So you can get you a 30-year just in case your wife loses a job or you lose your job and it's not as hard. But 
make sure you're paying just like if it was 15 years, the same thing. Right. You might just get a better rate if you did 15 you might, years if or you, if some PMI on it. Yeah, you split them up. You split them up. And you, yeah. do, you do your regular payment that's required, and then you do straight to principal. You may get it done in less than mm-hmm. 15 years. Or start paying biweekly. Yeah. You'll be amazed how much years that'll save. Yep. Um, so we kind of bounced all over the place. but Normal. Yeah, <laughs> pretty normal. Uh, but I think it's I think it's good to kind of like see how all this works together, um, especially to the person that may not be able to make heads or tails of what what it means for this this global economy to be taking a hit like mm-hmm. it is with um, and then understanding that the Fed slashing rates that's not in response to like they're not doing that out of hysteria they're doing it almost at, and as in a solution way to help mm-hmm. help you know it's meant to bring a solution and meant to stimulate. The economy, which um, Congress passed the stimulus package, when was that? Yesterday, David, Friday. I've seen so many. They passed it. That was last week. It was Thursday or Friday. Mm-hmm. They passed it, and then uh, President and Vice President are to announce it today, unveil it, and then it goes to the Senate, which it's not looking like the Senate's going to pass it. I think they're wary, is what people are saying. Yeah. Well, when the Fed cut, it kind of shocked some people because. They thought the Fed knew something even worse. Usually the Fed waits, but this time they jumped in there and they cut it quick, which then made people go, wait a minute, they know something is even worse. Yeah. Which then made the markets go down even more. But I'm hoping for maybe like a payroll tax cut. Uh, People can see it in their checks immediately. Um, But at the same time, if if it gets to the point where they're not doing, they might have to get back to the point where they, you know, stroke out checks to people. Depending on how many kids you have, family. Yeah, that's one of the the statements that's been made is – no hourly worker is going to go without a check. Yeah. That's the one of the statements. That's I don't made. know how we pay for all this stuff, but it's yeah. great. Well, the the stimulus that it, they went in with $2 billion, and then they walked out with a 9.2 or 8. No, it's 8.5. 8. 8.5 billion yeah. dollar signed by the by Congress. Yeah. And um, allegedly, allegedly, so this is all speculation because we haven't, you know, the general public has not read it yet. But allegedly, um, SBA loans were kind of, shoved in in the last moment and that's where a lot of that extra that extra six billion comes from Mm -hmm. 6.5 is to account for sba's to small businesses now there's obviously a lot of politics around it like everything these days we can't just we can't just do something for the people but um they they're saying that's one of the reasons why it was delayed because they wanted to get that in there yeah but um we actually have a, a, a sponsor this week we do yep Wow. Um, they may actually be one of the bigger sponsors of the season coming up. So let's take a moment and thank our sponsors. This week we are spot. We have a we have an ad. One of our ad spots is from Sprightly CBD. Um, Sprightly CBD. It doesn't matter if you are a professional athlete, a stay-at-home parent, or you spend eight hours a day in your office chair. Everyone needs support to make it through the day. Sprightly was established to create a trusted brand in a crowded marketplace. All of their CBD oils and creams are 100% all natural and are verified by independent labs. All products are completely grown, sourced, and processed in the USA, straight from trusted farm sources including Eastern North Carolina farmers. Sprightly is both full-spectrum and broad-spectrum oils that range from 0% THC up to the legal limit of 0.3% THC. Use it daily by adding it to your coffee, smoothies, or into your nightly sleep regimen, to feel its soothing effects. Right now, right now, Jay, Sprightly's offering the listeners of this podcast 25% off all products with the promo code SPRITELY25. Uh, you can go to sprite, mysprightly.com 
uh, to to activate that code and get 25% off if you're a listener of Blue Car uh, CFO. Uh, once again, that is mysprightly.com, M-Y-S-P-R-I-G-H-T-L-Y.C-O-M, mysprightly.com. I'm at the second grade spelling bee right now. <laughs> <laughs> that is correct. Um, make sure you use our special offer, mysprightly25, for 25% off your entire purchase. Uh, so thank you to Sprightly for that, for your, you, Sprightly. your support. And uh, we look forward to uh, a lasting relationship with you. Do you uh, do you drip CBD? I have um, <laughs> <laughs> I have definitely tried the Sprightly product. It definitely has helped. Do you smoke weed? No. Okay. Never even smoked a cigarette. I do drink. What, so how do you, do you do? You drip CBD or do you use the oil, the um, the creams? I use the cream because my knees are all busted up from the old UPS days. And so it I've, works. Yeah. I really like it. I had a couple of my older friends use it too. Yeah. And they seem to really enjoy um, more of a relaxation night of sleeping. Gotcha. Yeah. I don't have any problem sleeping. Um, do have problems sometimes falling asleep sometimes, but falling that's because I don't get easy in bed. for me. Tossing yeah. the turn is my problem. Yeah. 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 I, I think um, I'm not really, I'm interested to try this. So we have some samples here to try um, from, from Sprightly. I haven't tried the, the CBD before. If the tincture oil, it's good. You just put yeah. it under your tongue. It, to me, it yeah. kind of takes away some of that anxiety of being a business owner with all the different times the phone rings and emails you got to check. So for me, it helps. And I'm, I'm new to the product, so I really enjoy it. Yeah, I'm interested. I'm glad they've come alongside the show. I'm interested to give it a try. Um, I've kind of had a, a mindset when with CBD kind of this whole time. One of my friends is a hemp farmer. He has yeah. a about a 200 acre hemp farm and another, some other folks we know are in the business of the CBD and hemp cigarettes. But I've always just had this like mindset of it still not weed, you know, (laughs) (laughs) since I guess I never tried to be like, it it, it makes it work. It's just like, it's just like, okay. You know? So anyway, but back to, back to the show again, thank you for them. Hopefully uh, they will stick around as a sponsor. We haven't completely diminished their product. Um, (laughs) I am interested to try it. Uh, there are times like with the jobs we work, any, anybody who can, this is not finance, but anybody can relate in the, in the service based world. It's hard. It can be extremely hard to turn off the constant emails. Like we use Slack. We use a project management tool. Um, we obviously social media, like we run social media accounts. So we right. have tons of those notifications. It's just like that constant, like without, without throwing your phone in another part of the room. And even then it's like the stress of actual work that your phone keeps you from, um, you know, so knowing something that is there that can kind of ease that anxiety a little bit. I'm interested to give it a try, um, without the, the anxiety that comes from other, yeah, there's other indulgences, times, probably two to three times a week. I will cut my phone off for 15 minutes and just, you just meditate just, just to cut it off just so it doesn't go off. Yeah, I won't even put it on silent. I just cut it completely off because I don't want it to buzz. For some reason, I have a problem because I feel like I have to take care of everything that comes in right. immediately. I wish that was different about me. I think UPS kind of installed that in me. Yeah. Go, go, go. That's out. So I used to be like that. Yeah. I kind of slowed down a little bit. But um, I just, I think, I think I'm interested to give it a try. You should not just because they're a sponsor, but because they, they, it actually is a really good brand. We're being very selective with who we allow to be a sponsor of the show. Um, and I just, I just broke protocol with cameras. I'm really sorry, <laughs> Christian. <Sorry. laughs> so if you're listening, if you're listening to audio only, um, 
we we have a protocol <laughs> with cameras here. Um, go check us out on YouTube. Be sure to subscribe and with your post notes on. Anyway, um, we're we're being very selective with the brands that we bring on as partners for the show and with any show on React Network. And uh, Sprightly made the cut, and we are first cut. The first cut. They're yeah. one of the first. The first. They're in the freshman class of advertisers. We've got a few others that may make an appearance in the next few weeks, but um, we are excited to have them in the, a part of the family, and I'm excited to try the product. I think so. you'll enjoy it. Thank you. Um, so let's see. We talked about uh, we talked about the our speculations for the stimulus package. You think there may be a payroll tax cut? Yeah. And we think there may be something for the hourly worker, as well as we think there may be some SBA stuff kind of shoved in there last minute. Because I could actually what, see checks getting cut back to families and individuals. Yeah, that's what they have claimed. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have we talked about how this is how the Fed, like why the Fed slashed rates talked about the stock market now's the time to buy if you're looking to get into it but also understanding that it's going to bounce back um so if you are worried about your 401k if you are if you're leaving your job so think about the person who's working their side hustle and they're leaving their job to make it full time mm-hmm. and they see their retirement start dipping they're like ah oh, you know that if that's giving you cold feet understand that just be patient it could come back it will come back it's just a matter of time and then we talked about how coronavirus is affecting the smaller businesses of the world in regards to people, you know, families not going out, not wanting to be in public, like a large, you know, larger restaurants, venues, things like that. Yeah. Um, how they're going to, how they may struggle and what the best way is to be to kind of adjust to that. Um, leaning on cutting where you can cut or cutting where you can cut. So you don't have to, so you don't have to cut everything. That's right. Just uh, truly get to the point where there's some things you don't need. Don't use them. Right. Or put something off for the next couple of months that you've already got set up or thought about. Do you want um do you want to tell the listeners who next week's guest is gonna be or do you want to leave it a surprise? We'll leave it a surprise. Okay. Got two guys that I'm looking at and it's one I'm not sure which one to bring on just yet. All right. Um anything else you want to talk about this episode? I think it's been pretty good. No, I'm just looking forward in to getting into our seasons. Right. So the next time we do this we'll start our season one. Yep. And um, we'll be able to push that forward. Season one, and we're going to have 12 episodes of guests. And we're going to try to bring in local um, owners of businesses right here from Eastern North Carolina and yeah. let them give them stories, how, how they've prevailed and their ups and downs of everything they've got going on. So look forward to that. And some of you guys probably already know or use these particular industries right here in town. Yeah. So I look forward to that and getting those guys and great gals in here because <laughs> – it's the people part of our community, right? and that's the most important part. I'm looking forward to it. So thank you for listening, and if you're watching on YouTube or anywhere like that, thank you for watching. This has been Episode 3 of Blue Collar CFO. Please be sure to uh, subscribe, like, and leave a comment, and we'll do our best to get back to you. And if you're on iTunes, please leave us a review. We will thank you for forever. Thank you. Thank you. Blue Collar CFO is a React Radio production. All contents are filmed and edited in the React studio. For past episodes as well as our sister shows, check out reactradionc.com. Thanks for listening.